right, hitting the old record. So, I'm like woefully, <laughs> woefully unprepared. Dan, I'm hello. Gonna, I'm going to keep, mm-hmm. keep switching the cameras. I know that you see you that's see really screwing me just up, to dude. Screw you up. <laughs> yeah. You've got a swanky new. So, this is uh, old Dan Smots uh, from the System is Down podcast, and he has a swanky new uh, setup brought to you by Ecamm. Um, Amen. Solving all your video conferencing needs, Ecamm. Hey, look, there's a little rat in my corner. <laughs> there's my ferret. You can nice. always see him. I can't remember who I was recording with, but they were like, hey, hey, man, I don't want to freak you out or nothing, but there's a giant <laughs> rat behind you. <laughs> yep, like, yep. I was like, no, no, that's just... Well, I freaked out for a second because I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, oh, wait. No, it's a... Uh, just imagine like being a podcaster and uh, having... Like in a, having like a big name interview or something, and a giant rat just runs through your apartment building behind you. But it's okay because it's audio, unless they notice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be awful. <laughs> or like I've always thought. Um, well, and people started doing it for, uh, for Zoom school meetings and stuff. Where have you seen the one where actually I think this was from like a chat roulette or um, what was the other? There's another like uh, random video conferencing with strangers app or something like uh dang what was it called you you look you, you look like you have no idea what it was called <laughs> i i doesn't you can continue with the story okay. well yeah and it was detail. uh it was this kid who had a <laughs> i don't really, know i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> you might have been there actually matter of fact you were no it was this kid who had a really really well done i guess it was a. Uh, it may have been a green screen or a blue screen because it looked like uh, with the Zoom backgrounds, it always clips over people, and you can you can tell it's a background. But this kid's was really good, and it was um, like he was in like a high rise, and you saw a window behind him, and a plane just slowly comes in, and then it just crashes into the window, and he throws himself to the camera, and like it looks very very convincing, and he's talking to two like teenage awesome. girls. And they just like they look at each other, stare, and then they get on their phones, and you see them like try to call someone. It was very, very well done. That's uh, great. Yeah. If I had that ability, I would do it on every single episode of the show, and it would get old really fast. There, there was also, <laughs> also the good. Are, are you not? Are you familiar with chat roulette at all? I know of it. I know. Okay. I know the premise of it. So it yeah. was funny. Just a bunch of dudes whipping their dicks out for that's for what it became. Kids. That's what it became. So it was. Of course it did. Of course yeah. that was the first thing it became. <laughs> so but, I can anonymously video chat with people I don't know. Yeah. What yeah. a great opportunity to take my dick out. Well, we did it because it it was a great. It was a very short window, but it was a great time for comedy for maybe I don't know a month. But so, and then people started, you know, whipping their things out. And so then the joke became people would like have their hands hidden and they're, you know, uh, moving them vigorously. And then they would like mm-hmm. uh, lift their hands up and they're washing dishes or they're like buffing a shoe <laughs> or something. And it was all, it was very yeah. funny. Very funny. Very good. Good stuff. Good times. Nice. Well, thanks yeah. for coming on, Dan. Um, hey, my pleasure. So why, so I guess this is what we're going to talk about because you look good by the way thanks yeah. I, i've lost about 50 pounds during covid so have you really yeah 
I have, yeah. How, where did you, you, you better busy. find it, Dan. It's out there all alone, <laughs> wandering the street. It's in my ass. Now my ass hurts a from sitting on it all day long. Yeah, what's your, what's your, what's your secret? My secret, and I posted this on Facebook. I, I don't share much on Facebook anymore because they hate me. But um, I posted on Facebook a before and after picture because I didn't really talk about weight loss or anything. It wasn't even all that intentional. It was just like I, I was keeping busy and that, that's about it. But I posted a picture that said uh, lost 50 pounds uh, or pounds lost 50 uh, pics posted in my underwear. Zero. What, what read my, my three easy steps to accomplishing this below. And then you scroll down and it was like, uh, eat less, work more and don't post pictures in your underwear. That's, <laughs> so. that's uh, well, <laughs> number three is a tough sell, bro. Cause I stay, it is. I stay with, uh, underwear pictures. Um, I follow you. <laughs> I follow your, uh, what is it? Only, only fans or whatever. Yeah. 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 Jet exotic only fans. Um, of course, <laughs> man, I wish Good so it's covering your junk. Yeah. So speaking of becoming a viral video star, it's, it sucks that cause you know, I did my, my, uh, I've tried at different times to break into the world of like funny videos and like I did jet exotic mm -hmm. and whatever, but it's like you, you simply have to do it as a full-time job or you just get lost right. in the static that like, like people like uh i really like some people might not like him but i really like trevor wallace have you seen him he does like he, I, um, I don't think so he's like the handsome blonde haired uh he, he looks very much like your standard bro and that that's kind of mm -hmm. his shtick um like he did the video about uh bang energy drinks if you've seen that one no i don't you follow him much haven't anymore seen any, have you seen have you <laughs> I'm seen old now have you heard of the internet dan it's this thing <laughs> That that uh, is ruled by box, three corporations. Right? That's the box that sits on your desk, right? Yeah, correct. That's the internet. Correct. It's the uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that was South Park where they had to go reset the giant router. <laughs> yes. You have seen that? You've seen something I reference? I've seen South Park. I, I've seen all of South Park. Yes. I have a terrible memory though, so good luck getting me to actually find it. Do you remember uh, season thirteen, episode two? absolutely good <laughs> there Verbatim. was no season 13 damn <laughs> it's like uh it's like floors in uh, a high rise there is no 13th floor damn it do they still you do got that? me i don't know it's a superstition i don't know anyway do you mean like where where, where there's the the secret floors where you got to get on the certain elevators i know that they do have those in hotels they yeah yeah that's uh they exist i've been and in them, I've been up to the, the mystery floors, and they are there. And they're just as exciting as the rest of the floors. <laughs> that is to say, very. Bunch of fucking rooms. Bunch you of know. rooms. <laughs> um, no, but my point in saying that was that uh, that dude, yeah, every day. It's like, I'll see one of his videos, and they're fantastic. And then it's like, oh, and then you got to make one tomorrow and the next day. And they have to be. I'm sure at that point, though, you have a writing team. You know, like right. it's not just solo production, but it's uh, it takes a lot of work, man. Right, and making that kind of quality every time is like the the thing that people you know just kind of ignore. For me, I create videos for a living, so like I watch some of these uh, YouTubers who do regular, not just like vloggy content, but they do like edited, funny, 
you know, sketch comedy type stuff. It's like, man, the amount of time that you put it, there's so much more time that went into the back end of creating this thing than there was even in the writing process or the acting or filming process. And doing that on such a regular basis is insane. Like I, I could, and I, I've thought about it many times, but here I can just hit record and sit down and talk for an hour and people, you know, pay me to do that sometimes. So yeah, why would I make good content when I can make a shitty ass podcast? Well, I get, I guess the, the answer to that is <laughs> like, I mean, what do you think some of their monthly income is? Way more than the hundred fifty dollars I make a month from doing the podcast. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, that's a hundred and fifty <laughs> uh um honest dollars though, right? That's true. Blood, that's true. sweat, and uh bandwidth. Blood, sweat, tears, semen. <laughs> what do you so what is everything your, that goes into making a podcast? <laughs> what it, what is your <laughs> uh of course we're talking about navy commanders and the like. Um Yes. <laughs> what is your bread and butter for video production then like what is your um your bill paying like sure is there something you just do like consistently that's just kind of like you know what i'm saying yes i, I do know what you're saying i was the just wondering if there was a the end to that sentence um i didn't want to interrupt you uh as the the humble podcast host that i try to be uh no i do primarily wedding video um this last year during the pandemic, it was like a huge godsend, not the pandemic in particular, but some things that resulted from it. Like I started doing um, videos for these political campaigns in the Libertarian Party, and I ended up uh, getting a bunch of traction with that. Some of them went, you could say, viral and um, ended up doing the uh, I did Vermin Supreme's uh, candidacy, candidacy um video ads for his campaign. And then when he didn't get the nomination, uh, which he was the only reason I started doing any political political ads because he was like, if you're not familiar, he's the the old guy who wears a boot on his head and does the satire and stuff. So I saw it as, hey, this is something fun. And then that ended up transitioning into me working with Spike Cohen and Joe Jorgensen and going on the road with Spike Cohen, the uh, Libertarian uh, VP nominee and Joe Jorgensen, the presidential nominee this last year. So I'm getting into doing more of that. It pays nicely, so I don't mind doing it. And uh, it's 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 more fun than wedding video just because it's not your typical political ads. The only reason these got traction was because they let me have some creative freedom and do some, uh, some, you know, fun, edgy, weird shit with it. So it's yeah. been, it's been good. Uh, I'll pull a Dan and say, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with, uh, this libertarian party and vermin, uh, rat Supreme. I've never heard of any of these people, but that's <laughs> fine. That's cool. So you, you make little, uh, you make Moving little on. YouTube comedy videos. Gotcha. Is there, I'm assuming yeah. so. Cute little I, political ads. I'm always curious about, yeah, I guess that, so I would assume there is like budget allocation from like their whatever campaign contributions to the, to do this stuff. Yeah, you could say that. Um, You're I pretty mean, flush. That would, I, see a, I see a case of uh, crisp $100 bills <laughs> unmarked behind you. So it's, it's going that's well. right. I just make it rain on a regular basis just for the hell of it. Just to be like, you know, libertarians, man, we got that that cheddar. No, I would certainly be making a lot more money if I was doing the same thing for the Republican or the Democratic Party. But, uh, you know, the libertarians are the third largest, which still is quite small. But, um, you know, it when you 
are on the presidential, like the national presidential stage to some degree, there is a lot of donations that come in and some of them come my way to make, uh, to make people look better. So nice. There's that. Um, then the follow-up question, then, then why haven't you made them look better? Cause I've seen these videos and they're, <laughs> they are sub Bush league, Dan. No, they are really good. Um, George W. Bush league. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking uh, H.W. H.W. Bush. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nobody Herbert Walker. Mm-hmm. Herbert. Mm-hmm. That's a name. No offense to <laughs> any Herberts are... out there, but you have, you are Herb. unfortunately named. Um, Amen. We're not, we're not making fun of you. We're making fun of your mom for giving you such a dumbass name like Herb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, that was Dan. I'm not making fun of anyone's mom. Sorry, Herb. Uh, <laughs> if that isn't Herb- Herbatha, is your mother? Um, so you, what I remember getting the impetus for this was I got a very. <laughs> I wish I, uh, I don't know. I'll see if I still. Ha- I'm sure I still have the text, but it was a very angry text blast, basically. Like, and it seemed like you had sent this to multiple people. Because it was it it had the it had the taste of vitriol and uh, a scorned <laughs> lover to it. It was just like, hey, mm. I just got booted from Facebook and da 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 da, and lost uh-huh. lost all this stuff, and I'm pissed, and I want to come on your show and talk about it. And my my first response was, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And then my second response mentally was. Okay, so hey, I just got kicked off of this platform for talking about stuff. Let me come onto your <laughs> platform and talk about stuff. And I was like, "Well, right. uh, I'm, not, you know, I'm a little nervous there. I'm not gonna lie." Uh, sure. But so, what had happened? What 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 is this so-called purge uh, that has gotten you off of, um, like, well, what social medias has it gotten you kicked off of, and like, what actually happened? So, uh, to clarify, the text wasn't, I don't think it was quite as aggressive as you made it out to be, but uh, sure, I I did put out a tweet or a text to uh, several podcaster friends and say, hey, you want to talk about this? Because I think that there's something weird going around here and I'm now a part of it. Demanded. (laughs) You offered me $25,000 to come on immediately. Get off your lazy, depressed ass and come interview me make my life better. (laughs) That, uh, that, yeah, Quick side note, my response was, I can't right now. I got a real, things are going on in my life that are not good. And then you're like, oh, shit, my bad. But all right. No, and then I, I pushed harder and said, <laughs> "Just you didn't take your podcasting shit uh, on your, your little road trip? I, whatever. Um, no, I, I'm stoked that you're, you're doing better, man. Um, I, I'm glad to, glad to see that uh, you're coming out of that funk. That's great. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are going through it, with, uh, especially with the COVID shit, but We'll, we'll save that for my show, which we were supposed to talk about today, but uh, we were supposed to have you on there, but instead you, you know, hijacked this and made it an episode of Church and Other Drugs. That's fine. Listen, um, maybe we still can. Coffee's working. Just just, just <laughs> shut up and talk. Okay, shut up and talk. That's what I do best. Uh, so I have this podcast called The System is Down, where we talk about things like conspiracies, politics, and religion, and the whole premise behind it is making the world a better place by talking about controversial things, doing so in an open-minded, loving, civil manner. 
and you know talking to people that we disagree with trying to expand humanity and find out what is truth pretty simple premise you know talking to people sounds and, very simple but here here we were in 2020 early 2021 and talking to people about certain topics became very taboo i talked about in particular a topic that starts with the 17th letter of the alphabet and it is a conspiracy theory that is now a mainstream news thing go ahead I'll give you time. Yeah, Do the I'm math. Using my fingers. Um, Got it. Or you can look it up in your Netflix queue anonymously. And uh, if you use ExpressVPN, I don't know. Um, that was good. And <laughs> see, I, I find ways to, because uh, I went on these shows, I've, I, I want to be respectful of the shows and find ways to code, but also be, you know, clear enough to let people know what the topic is. But for those oh. that aren't familiar with it, you know the, who my uh, favorite theory. character on Star Trek The Next Generation was? Spock. <laughs> <laughs> was it Gandalf? I don't know. I don't no, watch was, Star it Trek. It was Q. It was Q. Oh, just a side note. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah, right? I don't know why. It just, um, it just came to me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I know that the, uh, the theory itself gets a bad rep, and we started digging into it way back in, I think, 2017. So we had a, even a regular show on our podcast with that in the title where a friend of mine, like I didn't really buy into the theory, but I was like, hey, this is like a fun little national treasure thing where you're finding all these clues and everything. That's cool. Let's keep digging into that. So I had him uh, on the show, and he did his own show for a while uh, with that in the title. Never had a problem. Never incited violence or anything for those that aren't familiar with the theory i mean it's been made into like some sort of white supremacy thing now or whatever uh by the media but the theory was basically donald trump is in office we are we think that donald trump is going to do is trying to do everything that he said he was going to do and now he's giving us some information on it that's pretty much the extent of it like he's going to do all these great things and he's leaking this like it's a military operation uh that's leaking out this information to let people know that even though the media is pushing back, he is still, you know, working on our side. Turns out that that was a bunch of bullshit, but, uh, you know, can whatever. You, can you history? All right, so um, I had one person on, um, Handsome Sean, I think was the guy that I had on. It was my buddy. Uh, Sounds legit. Yeah, my, that was like his Twitter handle, but he, <laughs> he was big into yeah. this. And I was trying to get him to break it down for me, and he was just not able to. Uh, can you history lesson me like what like that was a very simple definition and that makes sense to me but like where where did this begin like is that pinpointed and like is it all out there on historical record yet kind of like the the timeline and like where this shit began and like uh who started it sure there are people who can you know to speak to this much better than I can. I didn't like the main reason I had that guy do a show is so that I could keep up with it because I didn't have time to dig into all this shit myself. But um, to my understanding, it was a thing that cropped up on Reddit or 8chan or 4chan or one of these these nerd things that I don't use because they don't have enough pictures on them. But uh, they, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, to my understanding, somebody starts posting stuff in there, making predictions that in some of them were accurate, some of them came true, and convinced a bunch of people to join this movement of following this anonymous person or persons um, who seemed to be implying that they were in they they were on the inside with uh, the the Trump administration. I now like 
before we get into all the the banning and stuff like i i was always kind of i was really skeptical about the theory in general because i'm a little too conspiratorial for it i'm like you know we can't like alex jones kept saying or said for years like anybody you can't trust anybody in the white house because if they were put there they were put there for a reason you can't trust them they're part of the system and, and then trump gets in there and he's like oh we love trump trump's great trump 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 QAnon, whatever sorry i said it uh hopefully <laughs> i said it fast enough that they don't catch it audio audio podcasts don't seem to be having this problem yet so you should be fine but um he uh <laughs> for me it's like you can't say that nobody there uh, is trustworthy and then if somebody is there who seems a little trustworthy you just lose that entire narrative or whatever so yeah exactly. I, I kind of leaned from the beginning towards you know maybe this is a psyop or something maybe this is a CIA thing where they're you know and, and now looking back on it I can say that I, I think for sure it was because uh, you had all these like you had a bunch of libertarians and a bunch of anti-government people and anti-government right-wingers and left-wingers who ate up this narrative of uh of that theory because they were i mean you can't hold it against them they wanted to believe that somebody was in the white house doing what they said they were going to do working on the behalf of the people and representing the people um and that that's really all there was to it uh but it made a lot of these especially like gun-toting right-wingers who if they actually got their shit together could you know they could do some damage to the government uh, and push for lesser government, it made them go, hey, we don't need to push for less government. We need to follow the government that we have because our guy is in there and he's uh, anti-establishment and he's going to drain the swamp and all this stuff. Oh, that that's a great point do. that I've never thought of. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, all the all these people uh, sat around while there, were, while there was this tyrannical lockdown, as I would call it, where we have to turn on the news every day to find out if uh, the government is going to let us go outside or not. Um, all those people just uh, stuck to the plan and believed what they were told on by some anonymous source on the Internet. If, you know, if the government was trying to lock people down, keep them in their homes, telling them, hey, don't worry about it. Stay safe. Be be in your homes like, you know, it. it Worked out really well for them. We all just ate this up hook, line, and sinker. So, Oh, damn. <laughs> Color me surprised. Yeah, no, that's a great... It, it, it's, to me, the parallel of the thinking was how people thought that uh, Trump getting elected was God's will, but that him losing the election was satan's you know what i'm saying it's like wait <laughs> right. a minute it's like it's 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 all planned and ordained until it goes against what you wanted and it's like then yep. it's like you know so many uh like you did you it's like warring religions and it's on it both is. sides when your guy's not in there it's because the system is rigged when your guy is in there it's because you know everything's going according to plan Right, and it's like it's like the the election was rigged, but not the Senate seats that got in. Like right. the, those those votes counted; those were legit. But the other ones, it's right. just it's it's freaking madness. And it's I also thought it was interesting how it it even split the, uh, which I didn't realize it was still a big thing, but the evangelical uh, prophet community and how so many of the prophets were like, yes, it's it's going to be a landslide reelection or whatever, and. Right. Uh, a, a few big names like straight up um, 
uh, recanted and repented and were like, hey, I was dead wrong. And then people in their Mm -hmm. community were like, Satan, like you have been possessed (laughs) by the devil. And it's just... right. It's madness. The communist you know? devil. The communist devil. Vladimir yep. Putin. You know, I don't mind uh Vladimir. <laughs> I watched him. I watched a uh I got interesting dude, segue. <laughs> well, it's it, it's it's pretty completely cool. random. Ooh. Ooh, my poor ferret just bit the dust, man. Every now and then I'll hear a very loud <laughs> crash, and that just means that their exploration is not going well and they fall. Found the um, mouse traps. Yeah, oh God. Um I uh Greta Timberg uh mm-hmm. really bothers me. Not not she really bothers everybody. Oh my god. And it's not like what it this is for me, it it's not on what she, what she's saying. It just like on a straight up like she just irritates me, like her her yeah. voice and just her attitude. She just it's not so much her, it's just everything about her that just really bothers me. She's and a, so I got she's stuck on an autistic puppet, let's be honest. Well, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna that's I you, I'm not man. saying that's a bad I'm not yeah, saying the first part is said bad. that. I'm just that's not what I'm saying. But she about. is a puppet and it has yeah. been proven because she accidentally tweeted out you know her her marching orders basically she tweeted out uh the stuff that she's being told to say and why are we taking advice on climate on on the the earth and it's like all these things that adults don't understand needs to be explained to us by a child who just got here like why is she the one (laughs) well and that's that 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 was the thing like i so i was following this rabbit hole um and i landed on a video of vladimir uh putin talking about her and how like she doesn't know what she's talking about because she's a child and i was like holy shit everything uh old vladimir is saying i agree with (laughs) so i don't know you know and anytime that uh our, our government our government focuses really hard on somebody that we don't understand you should probably go take a look at them because if you don't trust our government why are you trusting them when they say that the boogeyman is this guy or that guy. I'm not saying that he's a good guy. I'm, he's done many terrible things. I'm because sure of it. you bad guy but... <laughs> does not mean you are a bad guy. Um, okay, so going back to so that was the that was the specific episode of your show that you were talking Probably. about. Probably. Oh, you're you're not even sure. Probably. It would be great to know why okay. they they kicked me off without warning. So Facebook in particular, it kicks me off. Uh, I just wake up one day. Well, no, I didn't wake up. I stayed, no. Um, I, I did wake up that day, but I didn't just like turn on my Facebook and find it. Uh, somebody texted my wife to say, hey, where is your Facebook? Why is it gone? She's like, what the hell? I don't know. And she goes looking. Her Facebook has been banned. Her personal account? Uh, she texts me, her personal account, okay. all of her business pages and everything. She texts me and says, hey, I'm not here. Uh, what's going on? I look, I'm gone too. So me, all my, uh, business pages, my forum for the show, uh, the podcast, all my music pages, my personal account, her personal account, all of her business pages as well, just completely wiped out overnight because uh, I can only assume it's because the day before I had put out uh, an episode about, uh, this theory. And then the next day was January 6th. Yes, January 6th or January 7th. So when the whole Capitol riot oh. thing was going on, 
uh, we got taken down and no explanation, not given any chance of appeal or anything like that. Um, just completely wiped out, which the show, if you want to take down the podcast show, I understand that that makes sense. We probably have violated a term or two. You could make that argument. That's fine. Um, but wiping out our businesses and everything like you don't realize what you're losing, you know, like how much you've invested into these platforms until it just disappears and all of your conversations uh, with clients and everything like that are just gone because, so, you know, we had too many eggs in one basket for sure. So you're talking. So even messages, conversations like it's all all of that is just gone. Every single part of my existence on Facebook was wiped out yes and my wife's and my wife isn't like we can only assume that it was because she was an admin on the system is down page that she was removed as well uh which she had almost nothing to do with the show she comes on every now and then uh, and co-hosts but she hadn't been on the show in probably six months didn't have anything to do with it she doesn't really care and uh so she got attacked for being guilty of association with me her husband um who is guilty of associating with a friend that I had on the show to talk about a thing. Like I was disagreeing with him even on the topic. Like I was giving him more pushback than I ever had on the topic because I saw this thing going where it seems to have gone. And I was like, this is bullshit, man. Like I'm not buying any of this. So I gave him a bunch of pushback and then I get wiped out for that. After we've had a show with that in the title for years on our platform, the one time that I talked to him and really give him a hard time about it, they're like, nope. You're all gone. You're all banned. You're all wiped out. And uh, for my wife to get it is the most appalling thing. She still doesn't have her Facebook back. For some reason, they gave me my personal one back. They, not the podcast, of course, but they gave me my personal one back and uh, haven't. They never By gave hers back. I don't know why. Or it just appeared. It just appeared. I don't know. Zuckerberg's ways are higher than mine. Who am I to question? What about them? your friend that you had that that? He's fine. He didn't. None of his <laughs> stuff got taken down. No, because he he ne- he never posted about the controversial stuff. He didn't post any of that on his own Facebook. So like all the stuff was just under, and he wasn't an admin on the podcast page or anything like that. So he just hangs out in Zuckerberg land still, that is... posting things here and there. And uh, we got wiped out for talking to him. <laughs> well, and I have noticed um, a lot more people have gotten uh put in facebook jail or um yeah weirdly um gotten in trouble or like get gotten the admin warning or whatever like hey you're whatever and but the jokes are like so like one of them my friend called someone like a pickle or something like that (laughs) and they were like this violates hate speech or something and it was like huh Mm -hmm. so it's and i would imagine all that shit is a it's like automated like al- algorithmic ai right i don't think it's some person i don't know yeah that's i don't know i i've got warnings on and i i've got i'm on my third working on my third strike on youtube too so that'll probably be gone soon but uh what were the I first got two two the, the the first two were they went back and this is like stuff that's been up for years like two or three years they went back found an old episode where we said something about jeffrey epstein and they marked that as cyberbullying and gave us a strike for it and then what? they uh gave us yeah yeah I, I thought he was dead uh i'm not that I, I mean i'm a conspiracy guy but i thought he was dead apparently more than youtube does because they think it's cyberbullying to make fun of their boy but uh we got one for that and i got another one 
No, I think they were both for that this time. I got one in the past, but it it had lapsed, so it got taken away. Talking about uh, a certain school incident. Yeah. I got in trouble for that. The same thing that uh, Alex Jones got in trouble for. I got in trouble for having a guy on who is an expert on the topic. Um, you can still find it at tsidpod.com. Because podcasting. That, that, yeah, that's why I say you're probably fine with us saying things on the audio stuff because they don't seem to have a problem with it yet. Well, and I think, and this is where I'm, this is where I push back against my own fears. And so every time... I used to be way more wide open with talking about this stuff and having whoever on, way more conspiratorial. And as the days of, well, I guess they're calling it um, consequence cu- culture now, but as the days of cancel culture and extreme policing of uh, speech, print media, uh, digital media, I have gotten way, way, way more uh, fearful about what is said and what I'm saying and yep. that's how they get you. I don't like that. Yeah, and so this is this is kind of me just like pushing and it's this and that my whole my whole So you're saying they won already. Yeah, well of course. A little I mean bit. if you believe any of the conspiracy stuff that you're about, I'm I'm guilty of it too. But if we believe any of this stuff and you know, just all of it's coming true and we're like, well, we don't want it to come for us, so we better hush Well, up. right. I'm mean, like, because well, I don't did you, did you mean well it? because <laughs> When it, because at the end of the day, if it's a, so I can, I can easily bring that back down to, um, if it is going to take away something that I enjoy, like such as the podcast or whatever, um, I don't want that. I don't want that smoke, you know, I don't want that beef. And especially because it's like, while yes, I care about those issues, is it something that I'm willing to lose this over? No. I mean, the answer is no. Uh, do sure. I think that it should be that way? Also, no. The answer is no. But right. what exactly it's, can it, I do about it? You can look at it another way, too. Um, I Everybody in history has fought for freedom and liberty. I mean, that's why this country exists was, uh, I, I mean, inciting violence and uh, saying, screw you guys, we're going to fight a war and get the hell out of here. Um, they, Their price to pay for the liberty that we are so willingly giving up was much less than running the risk of getting removed from Facebook. So I I get it. And we're both living in a very soft era of, of low expectations of people. But at the same time, that just means that the, the quote unquote war or battle or whatever that we have to fight. If all that they're asking is keep talking and run the risk of losing social convenience of social media, I don't know. It like it's a it's it's hard to balance in way the the importance of it. Like yeah, like what's my who knows? what's my duty? Like or yeah, like what? Well, right. and the, I guess you're that's, fighting in an info war, brother. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, what do you think if you had to future predict? Like, where do you think we're going as as, as Western culturally? I think it kind of depends on how much of this bullshit we take. Apparently, we're going to like take how, quite how much a we lot do back down. Yeah, we gave it all up real quickly. Like yeah. all it took was a a virus that kills point zero zero three percent of people for us to say, you know, 
Uh, we'll do whatever you say. We'll wear three masks. We'll wear four masks. We'll wear five masks and take six injections. We got Bill Gates now saying get a third vaccine probably just because we'll keep pushing until you guys actually do something about it. So that's going to be that's going to be an interesting one to look back at historically. And I'm not ready to say anything one way or the other. Um, but I guess I'm curious like. Wait, what'd you say? I said pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fine. That's fine, dude. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll wear that label today. Um, I'm already banned. I don't got a lot to lose. That's what so I'm saying, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, I have nothing but the utmost respect for President Joseph R. Biden. Is it R? And in future, President Kamala Harris. Absolutely. Crazy. That's, that's scary. Um, yep. We're going to get our first woman president, and she will have not been elected. She, she will have been handed that position to her by an old, straight, white male. Uh, yeah, that, he sucks. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> he sucks. All of them suck, though. She dude. sucks, too. There's no. That's what I'm saying. They all suck. There's no... Anyway... Don't oh don't get me uh don't send me down don't get off on politics <laughs> yeah man I I try so, I try so hard I guess it's unavoidable these days <laughs> which but that's the whole thing that's what sucks man is like why why must we talk about such things um right. why when, why are when politics this, pop do you think now? it did it start with did it start with nine eleven I guess for our generation it started with nine eleven but like when do you when did like this current political trajectory uh begin and it's all about money isn't it because taking taking this is the argument i was having with someone the other day taking um because someone was talking about the uh that that it's a uh, it's the spiritual conspiratorial like i guess that's more the like evangelical mm -hmm. conspiracy so, you know it's all a plan of of the forces of darkness but it's like really sure. And I guess they can go hand in hand, but it, it's just all about money, right? At, at its core, it's just about like the super wealthy just remaining super wealthy, and and that's kind of just what it's about. And it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be any more nefarious than that. Sure, yeah, I it doesn't have to be any more nefarious than that. I think that uh, I don't have to think it. It is true that you know people make lots of money every time there's a war. People make mm -hmm. lots of money when we care this much about politics when it becomes the pop culture to talk about politics, which is where we're at now. And you asked why, uh, what got us on this tra trajectory? Did you care about uh, Barack Obama drone striking people in the Middle East? I did. Like, did you know? Did you, did no, you really know? know? Yeah. No, I didn't Exactly. Know. It wasn't in the mainstream. So this is a pro and a con to Trump being there, all the bluster about Trump being this evil white supremacist dictator or whatever they wanted to call him. Uh, like, I didn't care about politics really at all before Trump. Uh, Trump, I've said many times on the show, is the reason why I'm a libertarian because I grew up with a Republican background and voted Republican all the time. And I heard that uh, Trump got the nomination. I was like, well, I guess we should start paying attention. This seems interesting. And then once I started digging into it, I was like, well, I'm not a Republican anymore. I am looking at the democratic side and what they were pushing as well i'm like i'm not that either let's uh let's see what makes the most sense and the libertarian party made the most logical sense to me but trump is what uh created this mainstream pop culture trump and social media yeah it's like Barack yeah. obama kind of flirted with 
Twitter and stuff like that. But Trump really brought it to the forefront where it is the new normal, for lack of a better term. But um, that that's why we care. And uh, it has its pros and it has its cons. But I think that the whole thing is um, I think that the whole thing is orchestrated to be the most divisive instrument that we have as a country, because after suave Barack Obama, what uh, what's going to make people more angry than a white dude that we can call a white supremacist who is not suave in any way, shape or form. And then we'll, you know, maybe we'll make it a shady deal when he uh, leaves office. Uh, I mean, they, they got everybody uh, all excited about this, uh, this theory that we're talking about. Uh, so they got back into believing the system is, is for their good. And then we ripped him out of there and installed uh, the Barack Obama presidency 3.0 with uh, Biden and Harris. And I, I think that they're all in on it. I think they're all, they're all shady and they're all, you know, I, I think that all the hatred and vitriol is just part of the circus, part of the act to uh, keep us angry at each other. And you can look at the results. You can turn on the TV and see clearly this way they want to spin certain things to make it as device as possible and keep us from unifying together, keep us from leaving our homes to even, you know, congregate together. And uh, as soon as, you know, we see something like Wall Street, uh, where corruption is exposed by the people unifying, then all of a sudden, these are possibly Russian terrorists, as Jimmy Kimmel said. Uh, these nerds on Reddit who bought up a bunch of GameStop stocks and uh, screwed over the system, that they're terrorists. Because as soon as the people start uniting and becoming a detriment to the elites, terrorism and racism yeah. and all these things. So who do you think is the they? The they? Yeah. The they. <laughs> who do you think is the they, Jed? Own some of your own questions and statements. I'm, I don't have to answer. I'm the. This is this is my show. <laughs> right. It was supposed to be mine, though. Exactly. So, you are beholden to me, sir. <laughs> that is the joy of being being the host. It's like I I can bring on people that I definitely agree with. I don't have to outright agree with them. I can just hide behind the mask of them taking all the heat. For yeah, exactly. Things that I want I, to say. I will, I'll, I'll answer that. Though. Who I who sure. I theorize is the they would be um probably um some foreign governments that would be like you know china russia and then i'll fully admit that um that's probably just because that's the narrative that i hear all the time i guess i haven't sure. really you know done a i've done a a shallow dive into about that. china yeah china um that china uh, and then, and then domestically, I would just say it is uh, the the um, you know the uber rich uh, families that own all the multinational mm -hmm. corporations. Right. There's like you can take conspiracies out of it and see that I do a little digging, find out if, you know, follow the money trail, see who's benefiting from war, see who's benefiting from these drone strikes, Raytheon and uh, Halliburton, these, right. These, uh, there are people that make their money off of debt and that's their morality to deal with. Um, but I, I can certainly disapprove of death and disapprove of my money going towards it. Um, but uh, in all these things, even with um, like the wall street stuff, like I said, you've got this very clear case where 
you have elitists who are profiting off of the downfall of businesses, especially in a pandemic where you know businesses are told that they're not allowed to run their business. So these people are betting against hedging their bets against companies like GameStop, Bath and Body Works, stuff like that. They were betting on these companies failing, and so these these uh, nerds, these autistic redditors, God bless them. They they came in, took advantage of the system, used it against itself, and then instantly Robin Hood said, "You know, th- this is this is a flagrant misuse of of our product, and we're going to ban you guys." Like you can see, you know, who's it's all just crony capitalism. It's all just people profiting off of other people's downfall. And then if uh, things don't start going their way, then we need to start bombing Syria or whatever. And yeah. uh, why pretend like that? it's for our defense? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Don't, don't, do you know? <laughs> it, I, I'd love to know. Uh, did, yeah. did you feel I, threatened by Syria? I, you know, I did. I was, I was going into my bathroom last night and I turned on the light and I looked in the mirror and Syria was right behind me, dude. <laughs> And I gave him a little two-piece, you know, a little two-piece chicken dinner with a side of mashed potatoes. Right. Wham. No. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. It's like. uh, And Trump uh, did the same thing. He just waited a couple extra months. He did it in April and uh, Biden fell asleep on the button in February. It's no different, (laughs) but. (laughs) I I don't think they're really the ones making the Literally, Like like he's he's uh, he's leaned with his. uh, like the classic uh, Breakfast Club, like high school, like he's leaning yes. with his head on his hand, and then he slips and he he hits a button. Oh, what I do? What I do? <laughs> yeah, I think I think more likely he probably found out the same way we did. Uh, he woke up one morning. He's like, "Oh shit, we bombed Syria." Like I don't think that yeah. this guy has all the power. And no, I, I talked no, about no. I, I talked about on my show just yesterday. Actually, um, I you know you ask who the they are. It's like. Who's really making this call? I don't know. But we, we do have uh, Democrats now who work alongside Biden who are saying we should also have access to the nuclear codes. Like it shouldn't just be the president who has this ability to literally wipe out the human civilization as we know it. It should be us too, unelected officials like those are the they, I suppose, because yeah. they're pushing for like I, I don't think they should have that ability. I also don't think Biden should have that ability. Does I, I don't he think really? That we should... Is there's fail safes though? Because the same thing with Trump. Like, the, to my knowledge, he can't just be like, "We're gonna nuke him." Period. End of story. That's the story they lead us to believe, though. They act like this is the guy who has the ability to do this, and he is the only one. I don't know who passed the codes along or what, whatever, but. Uh... I don't know. I, I, I think that, uh, the, again, that they are these unelected officials who have the ability to make these giant decisions behind behind the curtains, behind the system and everything. And uh, we even in the Trump administration, there were some military officials who are on the record bragging, saying, oh, he wanted us to take troops out of this country. But we 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 didn't like yeah. just did not saying outright we I guess you could call it staged a coup to uh, go against what the president was calling for us to do and bring uh, in bringing the troops home. We just saw it in everyone's best interest to do whatever the hell we want and ignore the way our system is even supposed to work. Like in an unconspiratorial way, there's lots of things that are allowed to have power over the way the narrative goes over the way over the information that we hear. Uh, Zuckerberg, he could be a they um, he's saying you're not allowed to talk about certain things now. He said it to me very, very clearly. 
And, um, you know, that's that's the unconspiratorial day. Now, you could get into shadow governments and all that. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are people who are in these elite positions where they actually are pulling the strings uh, that we don't know all that much about. It's possible. And I wouldn't be surprised if it were true. But uh, you don't even necessarily need that. Yeah, exactly. So to to wrap, what was this about you starting your own social media? I started uh, antinewslive.com. I got sick of getting kicked off things, so I just set up my own little uh, my own little Facebook knockoff. I mean, it's not a competitor by any stretch, and uh, it's not completely, you know, um, censor-proof, but it's pretty censor-proof, and uh, it's, it's just a place for um, my show, my people, and uh, friends of mine who have podcasts. You're welcome to set up a channel there if you want okay. for Church and Other Drugs. Um, we've got uh, several channels on there right now for podcasters and everything. And, you know, I just wanted a place because we're not dangerous people. We're, we're just questioning things. We're trying to expand human knowledge and human growth. You and I both in the conspiratorial dig. Neither of us, I'm sure, are, you know, out here praising what happened at the Capitol or anything like that, um, even though it was based around some evil conspiracy theory. Most of us who dig into it are like, I just want to know the truth. If yeah, right. Trump, if, if Trump is like uh, conspiring against our, uh, you know, our, uh, against the well-being of our country, I want to know that too. If there's a reason to impeach him, I want to know. If there's not, I want to know. Like, I just want to know all the truth. That's it. And uh, I don't think that that should be dangerous. So we're over at uh, antinewslive.com. We are having our own conversations away from all the the bluster because I, I'm not a big fan of like parlor or anything like that either. It's just the opposite side of the same coin or as Spike Cohen said, uh, the other wing of, you know, the same plane crash. It doesn't matter. They're just, they're both divisive. They're both screwing us over. I'm not going to go over to parlor where they're just angry right wingers instead of Facebook where they're angry left wingers or Twitter or whatever. So yeah. We're setting up our own thing, and uh, all are welcome who, from all political leanings, all you know, religious views or conspiracy views, doesn't matter. We're just here to talk to people that we disagree with and uh, have fun. Because, God, you know, the these platforms used to be fun. That's why we all joined them. Yeah. We joined YouTube because it was fun. Oh, YouTube used to be I don't best. know. I, I don't know anybody who's a YouTuber who doesn't have, like, complaints about it now, yeah. who don't you know you can't just go scroll and find fun stuff to that that you're interested in it all is all like politically bent or like you're pushed into like if i go and look up something on uh 9 11 or something like that you're just going to get the the mainstream narrative you're not going to be able to find any of the the fun stuff whether yeah. it's true or not doesn't matter it's but, not dangerous to be stupid yeah that that was my introduction i think because like uh zeitgeist when that came out um yeah or or loose change or whatever, just so many, just ridiculous, like poorly made, awesome sure. rabbit holes. It was nothing but that. It was so <laughs> right. fun, so fun. Yeah. Um, the, the big problem with these this tech censorship is people should be allowed to be dumb. Like, what gives? Mark Zuckerberg does not have a medical degree. He doesn't get to tell me you're not allowed to think this way. You're. I mean, he does because it's his his thing. But why are we allowing him to? 
like why are we still building his empire for him why are we using these platforms that addiction just give him more money exactly it's addiction and uh because that that was the great iron and myself included but um what was that social um that social media documentary on netflix uh, the social dilemma. The social dilemma. The amount of people that posted, "Oh my gosh, you need to watch the social dilemma" on Facebook right. was yep. so funny to me because <laughs> it, it was is. just like, "Well, okay." And you couldn't think of a better place to post it. Exactly. I'm sure, you didn't go to any of these other platforms and warn them. Which I guess it makes sense to go into the beast to warn people, but sure. you know that immediately after they kept scrolling and looked at some it's, funny it's, memes it's, and. It, it would be like me like going to my heroin dealer and being like, "Man, you know this shit." Have you is heard deadly? about heroin? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get some. Yeah, it, it, right. Uh, yeah, the same thing. Same thing. Yo, man, yeah. I, I I've seen on the news that this shit kills people. Yeah, crazy. Right. Let me get two. Um, right, and there's a big conversation to be had on um, the the destruction that these platforms are profiting off of even like steve jobs said that he doesn't let his kids use ipads because they're addictive and yeah. uh it's like these people know what they're doing they're they're farming your data they're they're selling it to the highest bidder and they don't care about you in any way shape or form they're uh, as soon as i wasn't valuable to them like they took away my ability to sell ads they took away my ability to sp- like as soon as you you're you do not fit the mold that makes them the most money it's like why do we even need you on here this is our platform but i'm not calling for like more government overreach or anything like that i'm not calling for the government to step in and say you have to let dan be on facebook uh, whatever um I'm, I'm calling for mostly for people to be more independent and to make their own platforms find other platforms be innovative and ingenuitive and find ways to stop building the empires of people that don't care about you and um, also, if they want to do something, the government could like step aside and stop protecting these platforms as well. Like stop giving them the ability to. Well, there's the whole, you know, yeah. Uh, but what then, is it? Where would they get the money to make the bombs to destroy Syria? <laughs> you got to think, Dan. Is that what Facebook is doing? I don't know. Maybe, man. <laughs> I don't know. Who yeah. knows, bro? But there's like. The these platforms have protection from being sued because they're a platform instead of a publisher. They oh, they're not right. accountable. That's they're right. not accountable for anything that I post on there. So because of that, they shouldn't be able to remove me from it. If they're going to have the protection where I can't sue them for slander or whatever, uh, if they're not a publisher, if they are a platform, then my words have nothing to do with them unless I break the law, obviously. So just keep the government from protecting them from that and uh maybe the free market will work itself out yeah we can only hope dan they want to go that route yep yeah. well thank you for coming on dan smotsakotal uh everybody knows the system is down pod um share this episode if you want your facebook taken down <laughs> jeez <laughs> we no. we did get a bunch of uh people after like right before I got banned, actually, or maybe right after we came back, a bunch of people that were in our forum got that uh, that soft strike that you were talking about, the soft ban where they can't post anything or can't make a new page or whatever. A bunch of our people did, and I was like, I can't help but feel a little responsible. But yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. 
Well, we'll see how this if goes. People, you know, if it makes people start to realize, you know, this is this is going to affect me at some point, like all the people that are celebrating that Donald Trump got taken down or that I got taken down, they're coming for you next as soon as you start speaking your mind. That's like if Every- you associate with me, you might get it too. So everybody loves Sorry, Jed. mob justice until the mob comes reading. Amen. I don't think I love you anymore. That gold mine changed you. To hold me anymore. Our caves collapsing. I don't wanna be me anymore. My old man told me you don't open your eyes for a while. You just breathe that moment down. Forty miles out of East Illinois from my old man's heart attack. Yes.